Well, hi, welcome to The Good Table. My name is Morgan Young. Um, today's, today's podcast, it's really at a specific group of people. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be at people who self-identify as Christians or Christ followers. And I just want to let you know if you're tuning in, because this is probably one of the one of the very first podcasts that I've done. This isn't where this podcast is going to be all the time at at Christ at Christians at Christ followers. Um, it will be sometimes for sure because I mean that's that's who I am. That's where I come from. Um, I'm actually a pastor at a church. So I just want to let you know that maybe you tuned in. And you're like, oh, this is not my cup of tea. Man, I would invite you to hang out and maybe even listen to this talk because. I'm guessing that a lot of my talks that are going to be to this particular audience um, might give you some insights on how we are supposed to be rather than how you see us too often, I'm afraid. Well, let's kind of jump into this this topic today. I, I think we all know that there is plenty wrong in our country. I mean, the list is ridiculously long, in fact. But I want to start with this phrase, Christian nation. Because I, man, I've heard that phrase virtually my whole life, but I would say I've heard it more in the past year or the past several months than I've maybe even heard it in my entire life. And and I've heard it in the context of people doing things in the name of protecting our Christian nation. And usually these attempts to protect are done in, how shall we say, less than polite ways. Often, often absent are things... Uh, the Christian hallmarks like love and respect and inclusivity and building relational bridges and putting others first and that kind of thing. And, and that's important because the heart of the faith that Jesus died for is this thing called grace. And that's not a cultural term, so so let me define it. Grace is relational things like offering people what they don't deserve. It's it's the absence of of judgments. It's a it's a no strings attached forgiveness. It's seeking to understand and above all else, it's doing things in a spirit of love. But those kind of descriptions that I just said about grace, man, they, they seem like they're rarely the images that we see in our headlines. We we don't seem to be offering those kinds of things to people like Kaepernick and NFL players who kneel and owners and Trump supporters and Trump detractors and Trump himself or protesters of all kinds. And right now, if you, if you think that this is like going straight up the middle on politics, you need to just stop. I'm just talking about people that say they're Christ followers and I'm talking about their behavior. And you know what? Sometimes it bleeds into politics, but this isn't about politics because I'm not on one side or I'm not on the other I'm a person just for the just to be on record here. I've voted for people on both sides of the aisle, and that's pretty much what I do every election. Um, so this isn't about politics. This is about Christians being uh, what Christ calls us to be. So here's what's going on. Uh, we Christians were functioning as if things like patriotism and politics and the way of Jesus are these interlocking puzzle pieces where they're where they're all on the same footing that they're they're all equal kind of pillars if you will patriotism and politics and my faith they're like three things they're all in a row and neither one of them is any taller than the other two and in fact I think what I've seen in this past year I think what you have seen in this past year in many cases is we as Americans were elevating our patriotism and 
we're elevating our uh, politics above the way of Jesus. And, and just by example, when we hate, when we wish ill, when we disparage someone like Colin Kaepernick because of his behavior, when we want him to lose his job, what we're doing in that is we're elevating our patriotism over the way of Jesus. Because when, when we're doing that, we're saying in essence, hey, it's okay if I take a pass on loving my neighbor, which just by the way, that's only the greatest commandment. But we're saying, hey, it's okay if I take a pass on loving my neighbor when he or she doesn't honor our flag the way I think they should. See, whenever, whenever we put Jesus on the same level or below things like politics and patriotism, then guess what? Then we're not behaving as a Christian nation. And the irony is that's the spirit in which we're doing it. Like we're so concerned about losing our Christian nation, about what's happening to our Christian nation, that we're actually behaving in very unchristian ways and very ungrace-filled ways to people. And what that means is, ironically, if that's how we're trying to protect our Christian nation, then we're not following Jesus. Because Jesus would never wish ill for Colin Kaepernick's family. He would never hope that he doesn't play in the, in the NFL again. He would never wish ill for players because they chose to take a knee. You see, the essence of identifying oneself with Jesus, you know, saying like, hey, I'm a Christian, or saying we're a Christian nation, it hinges on the fact that you've made one thing the most important thing in your life, and that's Jesus right? We need to get that. We need to understand that like saying I'm a Christian, it's not just like saying, hey, that's another club that I'm in. When we say, hey, I'm a Christian, or we say, hey, I'm a Christ follower, or hey, I'm a member of so-and-so Baptist church or whatever church, we're saying that Jesus is the most important thing in our life, the most important. And what that means is not politics, not patriotism, not your spouse, not your kids, not your boyfriend, your girlfriend, not your dog as amazingly cute as your dog is, not your desire for safety, not your desire for comfort, not your desire for a world that fits your paradigm, not your desire for a, a cell phone company that's both amazing and affordable. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I'm holding out for there, folks. If you self-identify as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus, this is what that looks like. It's like if I could peek inside your soul, like if somehow you had a vest on and I could open that vest and I could see your soul, what I would see is above everything else in your soul, I would see these huge capital letters, J-E-S-U-S, and everything else that's important to you, like politics and patriotism and other stuff, would all be these lower case letters that I should have to kind of look to even bank out. But what I should really see above everything else is Jesus. Now, the good news is, is, is that a Christ follower, you can still love things. You can still love things like politics and patriotism. There's just one catch. If you can't love, if you can't love people, Love people that disagree with you, who do things you don't like, who do things you don't approve of. If you can't love them in the midst of whatever you're doing or thinking, even if what you're doing is amazing, God says you are just a noisy, annoying, rusty gate. 
like, you know, the Bible is thick and people want to make it complicated. But, man, this is one of the great simplicities of the faith. That whatever you do, if you can't do it in love, you're doing it wrong. And let me just be honest here. Um, I remember when the whole Kaepernick thing started. I, I hated it when it started. I hated the idea of him taking a knee. And, and here's why. My dad, um, like I'm, I'm 53. Um, my dad was older um, when he had kids because he, he fought in World War II in Europe uh, towards the end of World War II. And, and my dad was a guy, he made sure we always stood whenever the color guard appeared in a parade. Um, I can remember growing up in Kokomo, Indiana, and always going to the, the parades downtown. And man, I'm telling you right now, when that color guard came down, it didn't matter if no one else got up off the curb. It didn't matter if no one else got out of their little fold-up chairs. We were up. We were standing for that flag. And we were one of those houses that, you know, always put the flag out on holidays. And still to this day, Sandra and I still, we put the flag out on holidays. But when I started seeing us as a country turn on this quarterback, when, when I heard the person in highest office calling on NFL owners to fire players and we all jeered along, and again, don't get sidetracked don't, I'm not because I'm not trying to drive us into politics. I'm trying to drive us into Christ for Pete's sake. Because when you have the person in highest office saying this person ought to be fired, that's not the way of Jesus. It's just not. And that's when it hit me. This is not the response of a Christian nation. A Christian nation doesn't wish ill of a quarterback who's trying to make a living and has a different opinion than you do. Wishing ill for a guy like Colin Kaepernick or whomever, that is neither the response of grace nor love. That's the response of a legalistic, patriotic nation where Jesus doesn't rule, he's just one of the puzzle pieces. Whenever we elevate anything in our life over Jesus, we are saying, Jesus, you are not really the leader of my life. I mean, I may love you. I appreciate you saving me. I'm glad that you're, you're saving a place for me in heaven, but you're not the most important thing in my life. Because how I feel about this issue or this person or these people or this cause, this is more important than you are in my life right now. And so you may be wondering, all right, so, okay, Morgan, can I put Jesus first in my life and still not like Kaepernick or whoever is kneeling or whatever? Yes, as long as you can love the kneeler. If you can't, you don't have a kneeling problem. You have a you problem. You have a problem with, with what is really first in your life. Is Jesus really first in your life? Or is your zeal for patriotism, is that first in your life? And, and let me try to help you here. For me, I go after issues like this in prayer. And so I pray something like this in this case. God, I love our country, but I love you more. I don't like what Kaepernick is doing, and I'm pulled toward anger to him. So Father, help me die to myself in this and help me love him. Right now, Lord, I want to pray for him, for his best, for his career, for his family. And on like that, 
Like, this is a great little life hack for you. I found that it's really hard to dislike or wish ill for someone when I'm praying to God on their behalf. And that's one of the things that I do that keeps um, politics pulling me in to the melee and pulling me into really hating people. Whenever I'm feeling like real ill towards a politician, towards a president, to whatever, then you know what that person does for me? I, I put that person on my prayer list and I start praying for him every day because it's really hard to BS God when you're praying to him knowing that he knows your thoughts, that he knows your motives. And again, here, here's the cool part of all this. Man, you can, be, you can be liberal, you can be moderate, you can be conservative, you can be apolitical, you can love guns, you can hate guns, you can love, loathe, or be indifferent about patriotism, you can have opinions on God knows what. But it all has to be subjected to Jesus and his ways. Again, it, 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 there's a simplicity to this faith, folks. Don't complicate it. It's Jesus first. It's Jesus above everything else. It's loving Jesus and loving people. And so if you can't, if you can't love that person on the uh, TV news show that you're watching, you better flip the channel. Or if you can't love Colin, Ka Colin Kaepernick, maybe it's time to like get serious about what you're praying about. And instead of like, you know, leaning into those, those anger things, turn towards love, turn towards Jesus and ask yourself, is Jesus really the most important thing in my life? Because if he is, <laughs> it changes how you treat everyone after that. All right, thanks for being with me at The Good Table. Thanks for being open. Um, I'm guessing for some of you, maybe some of this was, was hard to take in. I appreciate your open-mindedness. Um, I, I appreciate you maybe listening things with, with some fresh ears. I'm Morgan Young. This is The Good Table. Thanks for being here.